Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 10th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, doing great. Just good. That was actually an invigorating uh, weekend of golf. I, invigorating, I, huh? Yeah, invigorating, life changing, exhilarating. I I didn't expect. I didn't see it coming. What didn't you see coming? What what part? What are you talking about? I didn't expect to be so enthralled by the 18th Pebble Beach this weekend. You were actually entertained. Is that what you're saying? I was. This was one of the most entertaining Sundays I've of golf I've watched in a while. You are just behind the curtain. You are a little. You are a little loopy tonight. You're like Mr. Giggles. You seem very happy. I'm in a good state of affairs. Yeah, pre-recording. You were. You seem. You know, peppy and happy. Well, maybe it was because I went out and shoveled my uh my driveway before it got the juices going gets yeah get a little cardio made me think of gary nicholas again there you go fantastic so i i would agree with you i watched the whole uh final round really on a plane just really locked in isn't it a great Um, place to watch golf because yeah there's no distractions yeah just locked in it was and you know the streaming works great now up there works better than cbs's bullshit when i was down on the ground that didn't work well but the, the airline actually watching at 30,000 feet in the air worked great. So um, it was a, it was a good Sunday. I thought it was fun watch for a couple different reasons. Like conditions got a little wacky. You had people kind of hanging on for dear life. You got sandbagging ass Fitzgerald in there with Sunday streels making his I don't move. know if he's a f- sandbagger. All the guys, what, what at the, all the, like all the again? well, all the guys that were in the hunt were all, Former professional athletes. Like who? It was, it was Steve Young. Yeah. Um, Jerry Tardy was involved. He but was I just, involved. He was dragged by Nick Taylor, I think. I, I, I can't remember. There's another quarterback that was up there. But no, I was no. thinking about it. It's like those guys aren't as nervous, probably. They're used to playing in front of crowds. <clears throat> that could be. That could be. All right. Let's get to it. Um, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Nick Taylor? Yoshi? Hanging on. What a win. Hit a banana peel. Hit a couple oil slicks. Maybe caught a green shell on the back nine there, but but stuck with it and crossed the finish line with with the little extra cushion. That was a great win. Great. Truly great win. To do go out on Sunday in really, really tough conditions at Pebble Beach and with Phil Mickelson, Jason Day on the leaderboard, and not to just shit your pants is is a good (laughs) that's a good win. Yeah, I mean, he was fan- he was amazing. He was fantastic. I mean, he made the turn five up. Like he kept Phil was pushing him. Phil played well at front nine, but you know, up until eight. Well, yeah, 
Taylor holes out on six. What happened on eight? <laughs> he had two forty in. Why? What, he, why hit we, a, he hit a weird wounded duck. Why didn't there. we see the tee shot? It's one eighty. Just <laughs> poofed it up. I'm guessing because yeah. that where he turned. So he turned right, and the yeah. wind. I think what happened was the wind. He th- probably thought was just crossing, but it was against him a little. Yeah. Yeah. And he probably just hit. He probably hit like a a little. Tried to draw it into it, and it just got killed. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was super impressive by Taylor. I don't know. I mean, guys won once the Sanderson, and it was whatever five years ago. Apo Apo event then, this not a full really, fielder. It's kind of crazy how this event brings out these sort of lawn shots. Whether it's Vaughn Taylor, the Wizard, Ted Potter. It's like a mix of like Phil Mickelson, Snedeker type, and then, you know, these long shots. Yeah. Um, did you think he was going to hold on, Taylor, or did you think it was gone? So, with the, the second way chip to... in was like massive, obviously. Just kind of flipped everything after four. What was that, 15? 15. Second chip in. Oh, the way oh. he played, the way he played uh, 14 was just. <laughs> Holy shit. His hat's blowing off down the fairway. He says, I, we were trying to lay up again, but, you know, then, like, you don't want to hit a wedge there either. So he didn't know what. <laughs> they both Scampering them, after his hat. The thing was, there. Phil was playing equally as bad. I mean, he right. airmailed those two greens in a row. I mean, the one, the up and down from behind. Thir- the, was that 13, right? 13 yeah. was uh, uh, extraordinary. But, uh, grand, but the two shots... <laughs> in a row to hit him over there. And then he got saved on 14 by the damn fans. The, I was, I have that in my notes. I mean, that, that thing, thing was should have be... been across the path down yeah. 25 yards away. Yeah. He got saved. The integrity of the competition compromised it, it, every, every week. It is that way. I don't think Nick Taylor got helped by the fans. No, he was just trying to lay up right short, right. Hitting a three iron into the wind while his hat is running away into the Pacific Ocean. So uh I was I was I I mean Phil kind of didn't provide much resistance. That Phil just needed to hit a green in regulation. I think Taylor would have been in trouble. But so, so this is my Phil thing, right? So we saw him drive it great. <clears throat> he used to be like the second He's one of the best iron players of the generation. He lost the tournament because he couldn't hit an iron. Yesterday, Saturday, he was number first in scrambling. He hit it like shit again. He hit, yeah. it hit the tee ball great. That's awesome. But now you can't hit an iron. The thing about the golf swing is sometimes they work. Think different things work against you, right? Yeah. Where yeah. if you're if you're really a great driver of the ball. Sometimes you struggle with irons just because of the mechanics of driving, you know, what make a great driver don't, doesn't always translate into a great iron player. And, it, and my, my question is, is Phil can Phil you, you win tournaments with iron shots and he lost tournaments. He lost the tournament today because he couldn't hit an iron. He had no a handful clue. of them were short irons too. A handful of them were wedges. I mean, oh, those wedges he hit where he came up short on twelve yeah. was or eleven was horrendous. I mean, yeah, there there were a few, a lot of wedges, long and short. Um, the one of was, the things I when I used to play with juniors in like tournaments, like mm-hmm. you know, you get these juniors playing the state am. I always thought you could tell who the really really class players were when it was windy. 
in the way they, you know, their distance control in the wind with young sure. kids. Phil looked like a 15-year-old today who had right. no no clue how far the ball was going off of any iron. Right. And, like, had no clue, no idea how to play in the wind. And we're talking about one of the greatest iron players of all time. It's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Right? I mean, this sort of made it a fun watch. Not necessarily because he was struggling, but, like, so allegedly it was firm and fast, right? Or f- yeah. firm for Pebble. And then the wind picked up, blowing 20 pretty regularly with gusts a little bit more than that. Um, and it made it fantastic. I I don't know. I, I Taylor was super impressive. I, I did not think he was going to hold on. Phil Streelman, of course, is doing his Streelman thing. Like he's I, not actually going to win. Of you gotta gotta keep in mind, Streelman came into the day in like fifth, so he wasn't. This was not peak. Streelman. A massive, massive jump. Granted, okay. he had no chance, no chance of winning ever. But, but his sixty-eight was round of the day until speed chipped in. I guess. But I mean, it was an amazing. Like his shot on seventeen was ridiculous. He was he was. And then you had Jason Day involved. Jason Day, watching him, like, I maybe want to vomit watching him putt today. It was truly barf bag city with that. Like, just every time, why? It's like, just they need to show somebody else. They just go to him. It's six footer misses, five footer misses, like at horseshoe, horseshoe, another one. Like, just stop showing this. I want to know how the shot link timings go too, because like I'm seeing reports of like, 50 seconds is the longest player like you know 50 seconds take on average it's like you watch jason day there's he doesn't hit any putt before 50 seconds you know well how do they and then on the fourth the fourth hole that like how does it how does it calculate the fourth hole phil is 50 yards short of the green in the fairway bunker he walks all the way up to the green walks back does that count it was his turn to hit does that count like he was like I don't think they ca- I think they count it like when these guys like decide they're going to start their pre-shot routine. Wait, the fourth hole, Phil tried to drive the green. Yeah, and he was in that bunker. He was like 45 Left. yards short. Okay. Cuz I remember they both made uh Taylor but there was like uh, Shipnuck was following them. He's like gamesmanship from Phil cuz Taylor he made Taylor like why don't you guys hit let the amateurs hit. And then Phil pulls driver. Taylor played that perfectly. He just kind of popped his little iron out there, right side of the fairway, left left side, coming into a right flag, and we made a birdie. While Phil made this. par, with, hitting his bomb, he made a par. We saw this in the U.S. Open. Like people that went for that green did not score well. Didn't go. I remember DJ like blowing one off the face of the earth. JT, I want to say JT made a bogey without taking a penalty one day. Yeah. And then it, Brooks, Brooks, and Brooks and Woodland, two of the longest hitters, were just laying up making birdies all day. Right, right. Well, get into how do they do the timings with the amateurs out there? Kind of wild. Oh God! Oh, I heard. You were texting me pissed off about that. I heard actually that uh, I wasn't pissed off about it. I heard Ray Romano. This is secondhand. This is via text uh, from a listener of the pod that Ray Romano went on PGA Tour radio and he was he did an interview and first thing he was pissed off that it wasn't a TV. He was surprised. That was oh, God. relegated to audio format. Oh God! And then he was uh, then he was he was mad because he was a group that put got put on the clock. That's fantastic. You weren't so you weren't bothered by the am, by the amateurs like that's part of the thing. I, I think for someone, I think with it's Phil, unbelievable. Phil's used to it, but like Taylor is like got to be 
worrying about these amateur guys. And this Think is like about most- being one of the amateurs. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> You're some like 12 handicap. You're on the final group with galleries and TV. And they didn't show a good shot from an amateur the whole Every time they went to him, the putt was just racing <laughs> eight feet by the pole. Think about think about how much the pros were struggling and Jerry Tardy out there, who's probably like a I don't know what his handicap is, eighteen handicap. Like just think about how, think about how he felt out there. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got these two guys. It's essentially like those two guys were the Back only point. guys that were gonna win. Right. And you're right. you're playing alongside of them. It's just yeah. uh, it's gotta be such a forward feeling. Yeah, it would be a little crazy. Uh, but it's that's the gig. That's this this event. It's one time a year. And so. you're right. They did not hit one good shot. They kept going to him. I was like, why are they going? It's one going in, but every time it's like flying by the hole. I, why did you cut? Tardy, what was it on twelve? Uh, he had like an eight footer for uh, for that could have counted. And I I remember he missed the cup by like a cup, and it was it was at least six or seven feet by. It was. Yeah. I mean, I I looked Fly. at. I was like, I I don't think you could put somebody that's never played golf out there, and they would have hit a better putt. Um. All right. What else do we have from the? What do you think of the twelfth hole? That was. I loved watching the twelfth hole. With you got Jason Day, like just air, uh, pop up seven iron that's like forty yards short of the green. You got Phil going fifty yards over the green. Nick Taylor, you know. They're just trying to hit this little sliver front right. Shackleford's on Twitter hollering about it, saying it's just not playable, barely playable anymore. You got the bunker hasn't been maintained. The face is all built up. The green is too small. But you know what? I kind of enjoyed watching these guys like not be able to put it 40 yards near within the pit. I don't know. But that doesn't that's, that's all entertainment from watching from the couch. So I uh, when I played it, I birdied it, you know. Just saying, oh, not, but it, one of the things that helped me was I I I've been missing my six iron forever. Yeah, you don't have a six iron. <laughs> and I like I stood on that tee and I was like, "There's no way I can hit a choke down five. Right. There's absolutely no way. I, I think, think I was playing. I was playing. I, yeah, and I was like, "There's no way." So I like had to hit a really hard seven and hit it really high, and okay. it, and it worked. Yeah, but like. The thing about it is so just a microcosm of the whole course, right? Small green, mini. If the green is is a is a fraction of the size it should be. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like the eighth hole. There's only they only have one pin on the green. Yeah. Right. And you look at it and you look where all the bunkers are and it's like, okay, just expand the green out. Like Phil's shot that he hit in there was an amazing shot. Yeah. And yeah. it the fact that it just it rocketed it rock you know through. there was no way he could hit any iron into that green from what was from two forty <laughs> no chance like no he, chance he should have laid up <laughs> but you start to think about it. it's just like it, it, it those two holes just signify everything that's wrong with the course is like how they have just like failed to maintain it you, you know they're. <laughs> We're at a point, there's so many restorations that have happened, and there's so, at this point, there, you know, there's almost more courses that should be renovated that, like, think they should restore, but, like, hey, you know, your history is not that great, but, like, Pebble Beach is one of, the, like, 
probably the 15 or 20 remaining great restorations. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, on today, like I'm not suggesting that it's architecturally exquisite, but it was fun to watch today. Oh, it's great. Nowhere it's still a great golf green. course. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, it's still really, really great. It's still one of the best courses they play every every year. It, I mean, it's the the conditioning was just amazing to watch. And the so way- I got to ask you something. So we saw this in Phoenix last week. Firm, firm greens. See it again this week. Pure coincidence. The tour attempting to do something here with with a mandate. Do what do you? You probably can't make much of it yet. Right. Yeah, I think ideal. I think they want to have firmer. You know, we see it. They have firmer stuff happen, but it's it's just so hard with the weather. You know, pebbles never firm because it's all. This is the rainy season. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's just been. It's probably not good for Northern California this summer. That is like never rain. It hasn't. It's so dry right now. Yeah. Um, but the. Yeah, Pebble was great. It's this is kind of what we expected to see at the U.S. Open, this, <laughs> but we didn't. Final round, yeah, the final round condition. That, that was a rare cough for me there. Good job. I'm, I'm working. I'm almost out. I'm almost in the clear. I think I'll be fine by Wednesday episode. Problem is, I start laughing. The laugh it triggers it now. So, but but we saw what firm firm and wind is just the most amazing thing to watch so golf fun. because so it just. It ejects the flunkies. It ejects the guys that shouldn't be there. There was a nice spread there for a while. With between. It's an amazing spread. I mean, it was a two-man two race, basically, we thought, until Streelman started doing his stuff. Nick Taylor uh, Nick Taylor was 11 shots clear of T9th. So overall, high, uh, high marks. High marks in terms of a Sunday watch. Saturday was like the usual. People were freaking out, furious about I the took coverage. the day off. Yeah, I mean, just you know what it's going to be. It's not going to be good. It's you. They got to do the, you know, we're going to interview Ray Romano on TV this time and all that stuff. And that's just the way it is. Here's my one coverage thing. And this almost happens up without fail. I don't have a major complaint about coverage, by the way. I I, I thought it was. The the coverage gap constantly falls with the leaders on Sunday. Playing Six, seven, the, eight. the most iconic golf holes in the fucking world. That's been going on for ten years. I've been I, tweeting about that. I just don't forever. understand how that happened. How it keeps happening. How do you allow this to be a problem? You know, the pace was actually a little faster today than, than it was typical. Like, it took five and a half hours. I know, but they came in ahead of schedule. I thought it was going to end at six thirty. They got in before it, and. and they usually are like hitting six right at the coverage gap, but they were kind of already to like eight almost. So. I bet he texted me. It's been uh, he goes, it's been uh, it's been an hour. And Phil Mickelson's played three holes. Yeah, it's it's never fast. It's not. I'm not suggesting it was fast. I'm just saying comparatively. Remember last year after the hailstorm, like we got enough to move, and it's like three hours to get to like seven. It's just ridiculous. So I thought it was a good watch. I was entertained. Um, I so you are standing up for Fitzgerald's Larry Fitzgerald's yes. integrity. I they am. won by five again. So what? Streelman played great. All right. They, All it's right. just a matter of ham and egg getting it. Sure. His handicap was five shots less than the last time he won. What is he at nine? No. Yeah. 
Yeah, something like that. Been grinding. Did you see your buddy Lawrence? Yeah, I got that. It was a big week for backboarding. Multiple backboardings. Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, this is like my nadir. Like backboarding plus Larry benefiting from it off some shit shot, sculled out of the bunker, straight off the grandstands to like 10 feet. Then he's, you know, it just gives him a reason to, you know, you know, prance around doing his act. And then did you see also backported? I didn't see. The commish. Oh, that Jay. doesn't surprise me. His, his ball went in someone's drink, landed in like a gin and tonic. Somebody sitting in the grandstands. He's just seeking the benefits of his members. You think he yeah. should be playing this week? I with mean. All, with all the stuff going on in the, on tour. With, at the risk of being too critical, uh, no, he didn't think. It jumped out to me that he was playing. I mean, whatever. I, I, I hate telling people they should be working or whatever. Like, every you know, everybody will figure out your work-life balance. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. I was just, I don't know, a little surprised. That's you know, all. you know, if there was like a, a big threat to the, the fried egg that was imminently like I was going to go out of, like basically go out of business, like my business was going to shrink, you know, imminently. Would you go do like a I wouldn't be event? I wouldn't be going and doing the event. That's just me though. Yeah, yeah, maybe I. I don't know. He's got his people on it. I'm sure. I. I either way, he's backboarding out there, slamming them into the grandstands. Not surprising. Hey, how about Spieth? I got that in here. Little little hole out on. Uh, he's playing on the other. See, we could have used. Why didn't we get to see him at all? Because he's on the other side of the course. Yeah, because he wasn't part of the. I feel like they're like the the coach that has like a scripted their first forty plays from scrimmage. And, Who CBS? Yeah, and like okay, if the coach, if if we're down twenty one nothing, we're still sticking with the script regardless, right? Because you know that's what we're doing. You know, we're. I feel like Mike Martz used to do this. You know, he'd script yeah. out like the entire first half. And they like, like 35 passes, five runs. And, just, and yeah. it's like CBS scripts out the 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 day's action, the storylines. And I mean, he was on the opposite side of the course of cameras also. Sure, sure. So he holds out on the last for a par, shoots a round of the day, 67, gets a top 10 finish. Wasn't it T9? Yeah. T9. He's now He gets into the WGC. Gets into Mexico. So... But I don't know if he's gonna play. I think it'd be six weeks in a row. I think he's, I think he's gone Tory, Phoenix, Pebble, Riviera. I guess it'd be five weeks in a row. So, um, he's he's got to get uh he's got to get into those. That's a, that's the rite of passage to keep those points high. Phil did not get in. He's he got he just missed right. How that not that into Mexico needed a birdie on eighteen. Can he still get in, or is it cut off now? I think it's cut it. off. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't think they could do it anymore. Um, he moved back into the top fifty. Speedy. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any apologies to make or anything? I don't. Like I, I don't have to apologize about anything. I haven't said. I've just been saying he's been playing like shit today. There's like a positive sign in the fact that he actually hit the ball well this week, like yeah. that. That is a sign. There is. He hit it all right in Phoenix. I, I just dude. haven't been sugarcoating it. 
A lot of people talk about how close he was for the last 12 months. He hasn't been. This is the first sign, good sign that we've seen from Jordan Spieth. Gained strokes on the field. Uh, strokes T to green, I think, in his last round in Phoenix, too, before MC. So He was first in approach. Granted, there's only two counting rounds. First in approach to the green. That's the skill that's well, like that he's lost. He was good. the thing that everybody forget. He was like the best approach player for a couple of years. And yeah. it just vanished. I mean, last year he was like 170th on tour. Right. It's right. like extraordinarily unbelievable that somebody that could be so good at something got so bad at something. And the question <laughs> is, is this here to stay? And if it's here to stay, like he's going to be back to being a very good player. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know that he was ever like, he's not been good, but we treat it like it's, it's smiley territory and it's never been that. That's like, because he's still been like the best putter in the world. Putter. Right. Right. It's, I mean, it's it, Smiley and, and Spieth didn't start on the same planet. Sure. <laughs> like, let's keep that in mind. Like we're talking about what? one of the, one of the best players, like on track Fair. to be one of the greatest players of all time versus a guy that, you know, shot Fair. a cr- crazy great round to win the Shriners once. The Shriners and somehow yeah. ended up final group of the masters but like then oh. we're talking about jordan spieth was on, on the trajectory to be one of the greatest players of all time and then he was just gone and this was this is the first in my opinion the first really good sign that he might be coming back yeah yeah hey i'm watching the replay right now is there a bigger juxtaposition than matt every playing with jason day i tweeted about this oh you tweeted about pace but i'm talking about like <laughs> Like, what really ails the game? Is it the guy who got caught smoking reefer or the guy who's just, like, bringing everything to a stop, making the product unwatchable? Like, and what should be a higher priority? Like, like, like I think that juxtaposition there is fascinating. Like, the bigger threat to the game, the guy who's token up or toked up medically, apparently, with medical clearance, or the guy who, who's working to make your product nearly unwatchable. I don't know. I, I I'm not. This is this is getting into a moral, you know, moral dilemma with marijuana. Well, I'm I'm not. I just cut out the morals of it. I'm talking about if you're the PGA Tour commissioner and you're worried about your product, cut I, out the morals of it. I mean, Jason Day was one of your superstars. You gotta, you know, it like it's like the James Harden dilemma in the NBA. He's the guy's unwatchable. Yeah. Like people hate watching James Harden. People hate watching Jason Day. It's it sucks when one of your one of your biggest names in your sport sucks to watch. That's that's just Hey. I actually what? kind of appreciate Jason Day. If you take away the slow play, I like that he's a superstar that has a, a distinctly unique game. He, him and Spieth are similar in the sense of like it is not pretty the way they get it done. Like Day hits it everywhere. He sprays yeah. it and then he's like unbelievable around and on the greens. Right. It was a huge week for balloons. Balloon therapy. Oh, God. Articles, How about all the headlines? Articles, headlines. I watched like golf, the pregame show. They're talking about the balloons nonstop. I was like, where have you guys been? We've been talking about this for almost a year now. Balloon therapy. And now everybody's all fascinated with the balloon content. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. But this was as big a week as I can recall for balloons. Um, any other thoughts? They uh, also just showed. Late, latest resign, Jack Nicholas did the fifth poll. What was the thing I heard about at the U.S. Open? Something about the house. Yeah, it was for the house. Well, Nicholas, like they, 
was the USGA. Somebody told him to build the fifth hole. Like, like you should do this. And Jack said, like, fuck it. I'm doing my way. And just made it something like totally not what they wanted. Just Jack, Jack, like putting his head down. I got somebody tipped me off on that. I can't remember this. And I don't have the specifics of the story, but it was typical Jack, like just ripping up what what the intention of the hole is supposed to be and making it his own little paradise that that hole is like so quintessential jack nicholas is in like the idea like jack always gets you know shit because he designs for a high fade and that might be the high fade shot of all high fade shots the green's just angle it's really skinny is you the only way you can hit a close on that is with a high fade (laughs) it's like a you you have to hit a 200 yard high fade yeah it's a good point good point um all right any other thoughts from pebble um up in the cup do you have a nominee for dump in the cup i mean bad every took a huge dump in the cup what do you make a seven at ten or was it eight? Eight. eight. Yeah. Eight. He shot shot eight over today. He went from Oh he did? Yeah, he went from uh he went from fourth place to thirty second. Oh my god. What's his status? Is he a full status? I think he does. I, I, I never know what his status I think he was is. Top one twenty five. Yeah, seriously. He's been on the shelf for three months. But another runner up to every was DJ. Played, oh, he was horrible. He played, played his last 10 holes, five over. What's he? What's he? I'm wondering what keeps DJ's interest these days. How about Hot Charles on a medical? Going low. Playing the clear ball. ball. Playing the clear ball. Right. That's right. Sponsored by the uh, the airport product, Clear. The I saw that today at the airport. I started laughing. I was like, you guys make golf balls. What's the deal with this new title list? Union Green. Oh, oh God! Yeah. <clears throat> it's a lifestyle brand, a golf ball. Like, what? What? what why do? Why does it have to be a lifestyle brand? Why do we need a golf ball that needs to be a lifestyle brand? This, this, in my opinion, is up there in terms of branding. Just gaffs with live under par. I don't understand what they're going for. What segment? Like, just keep what Union Green? Is that what it is? They're convinced there's like this whole group of golfers that surf and. You know, why he's different ball than everything else. It's just the same ball with a stamp on it. Just those people are already buying like mojos or something like that. We don't need another one, do we? Uh, well, and is, if your title is the strongest thing about you, you're, you're, it's, it's your brand. Yeah, you're like, you know, what prim, are you doing? Prim, prestigious golf, hardcore golfer. I mean, yeah. Like if you want to do something like, Different, like invest in some company that's like an upstart golf ball company. Don't don't create your whole branch separate brand when your brand's the best thing that you got going. The language around the release was horrendous. It was like we're for the people who maybe want to throw some beers back and not wear collars. Like what? 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 Why are you? What are you? Why are you doing this? It's what. it, well, and then it's not like it's a golf. It's the same golf ball. We're not the golfers you see on tour. We're different. The ones playing local, taking mulligans, over celebrating, and always going for it. What? This, the f- this is like this is why you write of a parody. <laughs> this is like the live under par, like the B That's team. The people who came up with the slogan that lost to live under par <laughs> came up with this. Club championships, rule books, eighteen holes every time. That's not our game. <laughs> We're here for golf that fits our life, for fellowship, 
for the love of the fairway. What's what's the love of the fair? What does that mean? That's, that's nonsense. What's your love of the fairway? Love of the rough? Like what? Why the golf ball suits you because you love the fairway? We're united by the game. Why why are they doing this? Just keep it in the keep it. Stay in your lane. Not to mention it's living like the it's supposed to like green has a a. a is it is it a recyclable ball? Is it one if I hit it into the ocean that it's okay? Like it's probably the same ball. It's just it doesn't have any environmental. It you're using green like it's supposed to be hip and cool to these people that might care about it, but like there's no green aspect to the ball. It's not sustainable. It's not environmentally friendly. A lifestyle brand golf ball. We didn't need this. I, I mean, I'm not the typical consumer, but like, there are only like two or three options. Are people buying the like rail option, like rail vodka, like option golf ball anymore? I don't know. Like, yeah, they, they are. They are. But like, why are they going to buy this green, this living green? Union green. Union green, especially that it doesn't have anything uh, titles branded by it. It's just going to be like, what the fuck's Union green? <laughs> Like the people. What does that have to do with golf? What is that? What is that? It's too many words. It's too many syllables. Union Green. What? Is that? Just one it, syllable, <laughs> one word, whatever it is. I think it's honestly like they looked at like tooth. They looked at like the like Toms, and they're like, oh, you know, they have a good cause, you know. And they looked at like another brand. And What's their like, cause? They but I don't donate, Tom's donate shoes to like. Oh, no, I know, to, but what's the union group? But I think that what they did was they just like took. They wanted to make this trendy idea. It's exactly what happens when corporations like. Do you ever watch that show Silicon Valley? Yeah. This is yeah. like what Hooli would come up with. Hooli. Yeah. yeah. This is what this is what happens when giant corporations try and innovate. Is Nonsense. they come up with just horrendous, horrendous ideas. They would have been better served, like sending a group of their employees and saying, "You do no longer report to anybody at Titleist. You you go out into the wilderness. You have all the money you want, and come up with a new product." That would have been a better idea than this. Anything would have been a better idea than Union Green. Not it's to not... mention, I th- I think this would have been like the most amazing opportunity for them to. Re- Re- release a rollback ball union green we're we're going for sustainable golf courses this golf ball you could play the forward tees if you're if you're a pl- if you hit the ball 300 yards you can play the forward tees you can play a faster cheaper version of golf because we have to maintain less turf that would have fit the brand union green this is us coming together to make the game more sustainable that right. that's what I think of when I think right. Union Green. Right, right, right. But instead, it's just you want to love the you love the fairway. You buy this ball and drink beer and don't wear a collared shirt and whatever else. Like it's just like forcing the narrative. But whatever, we've gone off topic here dramatically. But that was fun conversation. Um, it's worse than live under par. It well, is. They, what, I what if they think, want to sponsor just, the pod? What if they t- email tomorrow? Saying we we're trying to get in the new audience. We have this new golf ball. It's called Union Green. It's like, well, we've already rendered a verdict on that. How would we? How would, I don't know that we'd be able to sell that at this. Point. I think we would have to sell that we're just going to build your brand awareness. 
for all the wrong reasons. That's we fine. just built it quite significantly. I mean, by ripping on I guess we kind of they won because we just talked about Union Green for ten minutes. Yeah. Sure. All right. Anything else from Pebble? You good? We've um, gone on on it. It was a good watch. I enjoyed it. It was a great watch. It was, I'm happy. I I don't have anything else. Nick Taylor, what's he up to? The you know, FedEx? they immediately asked him about the FedEx Cup. It's just in the 13th. Like, although he is the kind of person like where they're calculating that. It's like, you know, usually I'm fighting for my card and now my schedule is going to like factor in a FedEx Cup run, whether it's two events or three events. You know, it it, it is kind of more appropriate to start asking him about FedEx Cup in February because it, it he's like, usually I'm worried about my card. Now I'm thinking about you know, playing yep. deep. Hot Lana. Now he's sure. thinking about now he's thinking about how how many shots behind Rory he's gonna be. So or JT. We need to get him on camp. We need a demonstration of these I, Mario Karts. Yes. I don't understand. Are like, you good oh, at Mario Kart? Uh I'm good at the Super Nintendo one. You mean N sixty four? No, Super Nintendo. I'm good at N sixty four. I'm not okay. good, and by by good, I mean I'm like average. So we need to see him play. I need to understand. Like he's just making these crazy claims that he's the best in Canada. So I I don't know. We need some proof now. Now that he's a high profile, more high profile golfer. Maybe he could come by the Bixby House or whatever the house is called in at, at Augusta and play. Yeah, he's in the field now. That's actually that's there we go. Should I, should I chirp at him right now? Let's mark that down. You're gonna get Westy. You're gonna get Westy delivering packages, and you're gonna get Nick Taylor uh, playing Mario Kart. I don't know. Yoshi nine one one. I don't know. Um, all right, that's it for Pebble. Anything else from the PGA Tour on the Corn Ferry Tour, the Bogota Championship? Mito the Bogata, Bogata, Bogata. Mito Pereira wins. Son of uh, Mike Pereira, the guy who does the uh, the the official reviews. Up really? No, no. <laughs> He's from like Chile or something like that. Uh, he wins twenty under. Yeah, he's from Chile. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't see. Nobody saw anything about this. He beat Ben Coles by two, John Chin by three. I can't tell you much about it. Camilo Vajegas. Finished sixteen, uh, four shots back. Ben Cole's off to a good start. Yeah, he's he's always like feels like he's always kind ben, of battling for a card. Ben Cole's has like one of the craziest stories. He won his first two starts as a professional. UVA? Did he go to UVA? I don't remember. Maybe one. So in two, th- two where on what tour? On the on the web. He so he okay. won. He won his first two starts as a professional. Oh my god. He won the Nationwide Children's Hospital, and then he won the next week. He won the Cox Classic in 2012, and he hasn't won since. Imagine, imagine like what you think about professional golf after yeah. winning your first two starts. Right, right. Does anybody know any hard games, kind of thing? I'd be like, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be the greatest golfer of all time. Right, 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 right. Uh, so yeah, congrats to Mito Pereira. More, more South American blood. That's good. Get him, get him in the up to the big leagues. Uh, on the European tour and the LPGA, 
Min Woo Lee wins the uh, European Tour version of the Honda ISPS Honda Vic Open. Kind of cruised to it. 19 under beats Ryan Fox by two. Good to uh, see this guy uh, first win. New- murders this- the ball, right? Doesn't he oh. crush the ball and got status now on the European Tour? He uh, he's going to be a superstar. He's this is going to be one of those you know the next big Aussie. One of one of the next big Aussies. How if he can overtake that? the Cameron zone. Cameron's that's a big zone. I think he's twenty one. Okay. He uh, obviously older sister's Minji Lee, the great LPGA player. So she was in the hunt on yeah. the women's side of the I went to bed and she was like six out of the lead. I did and too. I was like, it's she doesn't all right, this you know, brother sister thing's not happening. But then she was kind of in it all the way down to the end. And to, to 18, she came up short. I think she bogeyed maybe the last couple holes. Yeah, bogeyed 16 and 17 to fall off. But uh, lost by two, uh, two short of a playoff. So the, the brother-sister thing was actually really alive towards the end. Um, he Young Park wins in a playoff, though, at, on the uh, women's side of the Honda Vic Open. Uh, that playoff was kind of all she had to do was I think it was Heejin Choi was all over the map, like in and out of a hazard. Kind of not, all she had to do was tap in. That, um, that tournament's so cool. No rope, say. no ropes. That's the way fans should be. That maybe that's the problem with the with the fans, the spectators is the ropes. That's why Phil's ball got stopped is because they were all huddled around that spot. You know, if there weren't any ropes, they'd be more dispersed. Hmm. Seems like kind of a reach. Because at this one, they're like, they're lining the green. They're even closer. Just backboard fans are going to be, you know, even more of a backboard. They're backboarded onto the fringe as opposed to. I saw there were dogs at the event too. It looked great. And the wind was just whipping. It was crazy. I think we should go to that next year. Yeah, that's going to happen. Right after we go to the, you know, Mauritius Open and the Sanderson and all these, the Honda. We might go to Honda. Seems like you're gonna you're you might go down to Honda. Not you need this to get year. out of this snowbird. No? <laughs> not not this year. Okay. I like right. to think I'm going places all the time, but I'm never going yeah. anywhere. You're scared of the swamp? Too much swamp time in the last gallery. It's a microcosm of my life. I think I'm going places, but the reality is I'm going nowhere. <laughs> oh, come on. You're being too hard on yourself. Um all right, so that's it. He he, Young Park and uh, Minwooli went both down under. Anything else from Australia jumped out to you? I haven't no. read. I haven't read. Megan McLaren wrote something that yeah. everybody's raving. I haven't read it yet. I, yeah. it's on my list of uh, to dos in the next twenty four hours. Recommended read. Um, I, I'm recommending it without reading it. Without having, yeah, sure. News. We already got into the OWGR movement, Spieth into Mexico, but Rory is now the new number one. Prince of Panavidra. Any big reactions? I mean, he's played it's really pre- exceptionally well the last year. It's pretty interesting how Brooks, he was talking about, how there's nobody in his rearview mirror. That was like October or whenever he was at. Then he had a phantom knee injury. <clears throat> phantom? What are you talking about? A knee injury. What do you? I don't know what I'm getting at. All right, Phantom. Um, so yeah, Roy's the new number one. I think deservedly slipped on a cart path. Yeah, but it was already in bad shape, and that just made it exacerbated it. So, 
because uh, he had had surgery off season. All right. Um, Rory feels like the. Do you think he was number. wearing golf spikes when he slipped on the car path? Probably yes. That would be my safe assumption. Probably right? wouldn't have happened if he wasn't right. You just wearing tennis shoes? Yeah, I used my golf shoes today. As I don't, I haven't bought boots, and I've been using my golf shoes as my winter boots when I go shovel. Incredible, waterproof. Yeah, they work great. This might be the best best purpose for golf shoes. Better than I golfing is use use and it give you a little traction when it's insane. slippery. Yeah. What kind of golf shoes are we talking about? Air West, Air Westies. Oh, the. No, they're the they're the Nikes. <laughs> the Nikes, you're I out sw- there. I switched. I switched when Westy switched. How many, how many inches of snow are we talking about? There's like two inches of snow. Okay, you can't go out there when it's like six. Why not? Golf, because it's coming in over the top. You need boots. You could wear snow pants. Uh, all Tuck right. them in. So you're you're. You golf in tennis shoes and snow shovel in golf shoes. Well, I, I would prefer boots, but, you current know. state of affairs. Okay. I, I can't find my boots, so I, I've resorted to golf shoes. All right. Other news. Uh, Ernie Els is done as President's Cup captain. Good for Ernie. Yeah, I, he's like, you know, I wanted to. It's like, now I know what it feels like to be a dictator because I've craved. I wanted to just keep the power, but I decided it's not. I got to give it up. Remember, he went out saying, like, I don't know that he was all that satisfied with the organization and operation of the whole thing. He's like, the tour's just got to get rid of it. Like, the tour can't oversee both sides. It's got to change. Those were his parting shots in Melbourne, and now he's not doing it again. So, where are we going? Quail Hollow? Quail Hollow. Who do you want to see? Sabo? Sabo. I mean, you don't have to necessarily be. He's played in a few. Probably, I mean, it's right? going to be Wounded Duck or Ogilvy. Or... No, they're going to save Weir for the one that's going to Canada the following. It'll probably be Ogilvy. You think? Who else was the assistant captain? Immelman? It's not going to be Immelman. It could be Immelman. It could be Trevor. Actually, yeah, he's deep in, deep in, tied in with state, deep state. Tour. Yeah. I can't believe we're talking about this right now. Did you see, uh, right. did you see Brown? Uh, what's his or hmm. Somebody just bashed a former player. Just bashed CBS and and Davis Love this weekend. What? Oh, uh, let me find the tweet. Really? Um, what are they getting at? Oh, this, this is good. I don't have many. Ken giant. Ken Ken Green. Okay. Ken Green goes. Davis Love is just awful. CBS screws up royally, dropping Costas and McCord. Faldo doesn't know the golf swing like Costas, but people will believe his points on analyzing the golf swing because he's a pro, yet he's a great playing pro, but loose in the head on all other. Huh. Wow. Strong words. Maybe but, he's tied in with All right, Costas. so we're a couple weeks into Davis Love. Yeah. He's a dial tone. The Bears are who we thought they were. Is there anything surprise you about this though? Utter, utter nothing added. I like. I would assume. I and they just don't have my... him in the A spot. He's like out there following Streelman today. Like he's not. He's out in the wilderness. He hasn't. He just. He. They'll be like, "Oh, this looks like a tough putt, Davis," and he'll be like, "Yep, it's a tough putt." Yeah. Not. Not. Zero of this is surprising. No, I've given time. Maybe me. He's yeah. 
I, I don't know what to say at this point. Like, it, it is... how did it go about, like, how do they, you pick somebody like Davis Love? Like, did they do, like, a test run, or do they do you just hire them? Like, I think how... they probably thought he was more plugged into the current player, but I think all that does is conflict him out of being actual, providing actual, like, critical analysis, because he is more plugged in with the current player. And, and, and yeah, he's not providing lot at the moment but it's early i don't want to jump on him this podcast probably sucked in the first three times three weeks right kind of he reminds me of freddie kitchens right now we're waiting we're waiting for a slow cook we're waiting to see see if anything's if there's i like that i like that that's pretty good we see the lights on but we're not sure if anybody's up there you know sure sure he scripts a few plays and then after that you see jarvis landry He's like first fifteen plays of the game. It was like, great, we're all good. And then it was like after that, he's like, we kind of just had no idea what we were doing after first fifteen plays, because those were all off scouting tendencies and stuff. So, all right, the DL three taking some fire here at the end. I just saw that tweet. I just couldn't let it go. Do you want to say anything about Webb Simpson's golf course design philosophies? There was a lot of hollering about the rollback over on Twitter this weekend. I was trying to stay out of it. Like that, it feels like if you are saying you're in a no win, it's like you defending NCAA at this point, saying that it's just athletes, the ball equipment's fine, keep it up. Like you're going to get Twitter's not the place for that. You're Did you see get, Brandel's comment? I couldn't honestly. I couldn't keep up. Let I me, know that me, there was a me, lot me, of fury, fury over him, but I honestly couldn't keep up. This is the I, most one of the most ridiculous things I've ever ever seen in in the world. In the world, uh, <laughs> writ large. What well, he's he's just contradicting Imp- himself. Improvement right? and professional. Yeah, he's flip flopped so many times. Improvement in professional golf since 1980. Average score not adjusted. 80 to 90, 72 point. He does all these calculations and just is like the improvements, 1.9 shots or 2%. And he goes decade by decade. Uh, yeah. All right. So he doesn't mention what the average yardage of a golf course was in any of these years. Sure. And then he goes in the same that same time the record for the 100 meter sprint swim improved by 3 and 5%. He compared the 100-meter sprint running and swimming, not to mention swimming, banned a fucking suit because it was making it too easy. They rolled it back. And running, I watched this whole TED Talk. Usain Bolt is it because of the what tracks are made of now. Essentially, like he beat it by like a split second. If you counter, if you if you the world record, the long-standing world record, yeah, uh, he beat it by like a split second. If you factor in the core, the surface. So Brandel's out here just acting like nothing's happened. That athletes, he's talking about Phil. How it's all, you know, mechanics that he's gained this yardage. Sure, is some of it, but like, are we not? You know, accepting that he he hit it like two seventy when he was a when he was a twenty two right. year old pro, right? And now he's right. hitting at three twenty as a as a fifty year old. <laughs> Nothing happened there. Yeah, Webb, 
I mean, fuck. God. So what? You want to make golf course harder? Make the fairways 8 to 10 yards more narrow. Grow the rough up. And if you want to take it a step further, decrease the size of the greens. And Webb just got pilloried. You know, golf Twitter is not the place to bring these thoughts. You know, like I but said. But this is what people believe. This is actually like people believe this would this is the way it should go. I think, yeah, he's not. He's certainly not on an island. And we we, we like Webb. We've been big backers of Webb here the last 12 months. But I feel like this was got titleist. This was titleist provoked. Crushed. You think so? I think it was the creators of Union Green. This was their, second, their next idea. <laughs> I think Brandel's comments, because he as of two months ago, or as of like three weeks ago, he wanted to roll back. Yeah, yeah. All right, we could go on about this forever. You have any other thoughts? I did have one other thought. I can't remember about Webb. No, it it's a, obviously he's on the wrong path. It there. was in, along the same lines. It was something else that I saw that I just. Oh well. You have a Sunday Scaries nominee. Yeah, my my Sunday Scaries is Brandel. <laughs> uh, I might go with Matt Every, given given the way things went for him. I didn't realize it imploded that fast and that's he, he gets to drown his sour sorrows in a you know he's in all a, right he's in a le- weed legal state right now <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point he's just you know guzzling cbd and other you know products um on to riviera nine of the top 10 in the world it's ah. like 19 of the top 25 great course great city I'm I'm hoping there's going to be a lot of uh, PGL stuff coming out of this week when nine Why? of the top ten are. In, I'm just I'm just guessing that we're going to get a lot of buzz this week on the this PGL. Is, they have pack meetings here or have. This is where Kucher said, "What is this live under par? PGA Tour live under par? I think." Uh, all right, Kucher. I love. I actually. I, I'm starting to turn. My favor on Kucher just because of his his pack antics, his goofiness, just the way he acts in pack was live under par. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, uh, enjoy your Mondays. We'll have lots to talk about with Riviera come Wednesday. Uh, this is going to be a busy week. I'm thinking about getting on a plane tomorrow just to get out there. You might go. I don't know. I I feel like I should. All the stuff edge. going on. Yeah. I think I would have gone if I weren't. In Orlando. Yeah, you're on so. morning drive all week. Yeah. I may, wear, I may wear an egg sweater tomorrow. An egg a pullover. Wow. Try the weight loss has me back fitting in the egg gear. How's you're February like, been going since dry January? I mean, I've been sick. So, yeah, I haven't had a, even a chance to have a sip. It's been, yeah. This is the first night I really feel like I'm back. almost. I, I feel like I've learned moderation. Oh, okay. How's February going for you? I've I I I like can have three drinks now. I'm just like, oh, I'm good. Wow. Moderation. I went to I went to dinner last night and didn't drink. What? Saturday <laughs> after, night. after after being at a brewery during the day. Did you drink at the brewery? Yeah. Okay. And then I said, you know what? I don't need another drink. Yeah. All right. I'm proud of you. Fantastic. Let us know if you go to LA. I'm not, uh, going. I'm not going. All right. Enjoy your Mondays. Get the week started off right. Big, fun week of golf coming. And uh, congrats to uh, Nick Taylor.